This is the best of the week on Relevant Radio. You know that there's actually four different kinds of love, and you need all four if you're going to have a solid marriage. So C.S. Lewis wrote a book called The Four Loves and based his work on the Greek philosophers. So this idea goes back to Greek antiquity that there are four different kinds of love. Listen, love is a gift. It's not a reward. So you want to be able to find someone who, whose love for you is a gift, and it's not contingent on rewarding you for your good behavior, right? So the four loves, philia, storge, eros, and agape. So philia is the love of friendship. It's based on two things, I think, in, in marriage, common interests and emotional safety, right? So you need to have things you enjoy doing together, like enjoy reading books or going for walks or bike riding. We, we enjoy the same kinds of things to talk about or the same books we like to read. We, we have interesting conversations. Now, you're not going to have everything in common, and that's good. I mean, you know, the, the one thing we learned coming out of COVID was that even the best marriage, you need time apart. If you're together too much, that's not good for anybody. Uh, and so you need your own interest as well. But the more you have in common, the better that is. And then number two is emotional safety, that my heart is safe when I am with you. Uh, and, you know, the idea is if I asked you who your best friend is, you would come up with, you'd give me a name, and I'd say, why is that person your best friend? you say, well, because I could tell that person anything. I can share with them my deepest, darkest secrets. I, I go to them when I'm sad and they, they pick me up, or I go to them when I'm happy and they share in my joy. My, my heart is safe with them. And that's the love of friendship, the love of heart safety. That's so important in marriage. Number two is storge. And I, I think of storge in terms of uh, uh, gentle, caring, uh, affection, right? Gentle affection. Um, this is kindness. It's, you know, common courtesies like please and, and thank you. It's uh, opening car doors. It's going out of your way to... To do little things, and I, one of uh, my favorite quotes from John Gottman is, the little things in a marriage are really big. Okay? So it's not a matter of doing really big things like fancy uh, vacations or fancy nights out. It's little things like, well, I noticed that the, the dryer turned off, so I, I folded the laundry, or I, the carpet was dirty, so I took out the vacuum and I, and I vacuumed the carpet, right? It's, it's these little Little things that are so important, little acts of kindness. And then Eros. Eros is, you know, emotional love. It's it's what we think of when we think of infatuation. It's uh it's an idea that uh, you know, when I when I look at you, my heart skips a beat. Uh, I uh and I kind of lose my breath when you walk into the room, right? It, and it's it's this desire for for physical connection. Really important infatuation and eros love, and certainly physical love, physical intimacy between husband and wife is a really critical thing. So, but in the dating game, uh, it's important to you know ask question: Is there physical uh, desire here? Do I do I find the person physically attractive, and and do I do I want to unite uh, with this person at some point to to bring new children into the world? And would I love to have this person be you know the father or the mother of, of my children. This idea of infatuation is really important, but I, I, I call it, you know, necessary, but not sufficient. 
uh, you need more than that. And, and But a lot of times people, they fall deeply into this infatuation love and they think, wow, this is a great love and, and uh, we must really love each other because we're so infatuated. And the reality is infatuation only lasts about six to nine months because you can't live at that level of emotional you know, stimulation for long. And so it's important to attract the couple initially and you need to have it. But you got to move beyond that because it's just not going to, uh, it's just not going to last. And then last is is agape, which I think is the the most difficult of the four loves. And I think this is this is the idea of sacrificial love. I put the we ahead of the me. I, I subordinate me in favor of what's best for us. It's unconditional. It's this idea that I love you unconditionally. It's not. Uh, it's not based on how well you treat me. It's not based on whether or not you make me laugh or if you're kind to me. I'm. This is the love you pledge on your wedding day. It's unconditional love. Now, I, this is the hardest because as mere humans, our love tends to be very conditional. I, I love you when you're nice to me, and I'm, I don't love you all that much if you're not nice to me. I, 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 I love you... When you make me laugh, or but if you say something that makes me angry, or if you're not thoughtful, or you're not that kind, or the friendship isn't that great, I, I may not love you quite as much. But Jesus, you know, is our role model for what uh, agape love is all about. Pope Benedict wrote a lot about uh, agape love in his encyclical Space Salvi. And there he said, in the end, even the yes to love is a source of suffering. Because love always requires expropriations of of my I, in which I allow myself to be pruned and wounded. Love simply cannot exist without this painful renunciation of myself. For otherwise it becomes pure selfishness and thereby ceases to be love. So this renunciation of self, this willingness to suffer for the other person, Really an important part of marriage and a really important part of what it takes to to stick it out through 40 or 50 or 60 years of married life. I think women, my observation, generally do a better job of suffering than men do. They come by it naturally. I think part of it is the suffering that they go through to bring new life into the world. But women tend to have more of an orientation towards taking care of other people and putting themselves last and, and being there to help other people. Men tend to be a little uh, little more selfish. Men tend to struggle with this idea of sacrificing myself for the good of my wife, sacrificing my needs for the good of my family, putting them first and me second. If there is even time to get to me, uh, I don't even think about my needs, my desires, my wants. I think about what my family needs, what my wife needs, and and that's what I do. That's how I orient my life. There's four characteristics of agape love that I think is really important. And the first is permanency. It's really important to understand that when I pledge this love, it's permanent. I'm not going away. I'm not backing down, and I'm here. One of the things that I encourage um, engaged couples to have a conversation about is divorce. They say, whoa, whoa, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Why am I talking about getting married? So we talk about getting divorced. But I think it's a valid question to ask. Under what condition would you leave me? Is there any reason at all, anything that could happen in our life together, where you think that would give you an out 
to this vow of permanency that you're taking on our wedding day? Anything at all that would cause you to walk away? Like, you know, an affair? You know, would that cause you to end to, to walk away? Or, you know, what if I lost $50,000 at the casino some weekend? Would that cause you to to walk away? I brought us into financial. Or, or what if I'm just never able to make enough money to support us and, and you have to keep working? Would that cause you to want to end this marriage? Or what if someday you just wake up and you say, hey, I'm just not happy with you. And I married you. I thought you'd make me happy. I'm not happy. And so I think I can walk away and go find someone who will make me happy. And ultimately, I think a lot of marriages end because of that. I'm just not happy with you anymore. And life is too short. And I've got a, I've got a right to be happy. You're not making me happy. And I'm walking away. So I encourage engaged couples to have that conversation about divorce. And is there a reason, anything at all, that would cause you to walk away from me? It's a good conversation to have ahead of time, to be sure. So permanent. And then next of it is exclusive, right? Uh, one spouse, one man, one woman till death, right? And so this person you're dating, do they know how to prioritize you ahead of everything and everyone else? Are you the priority in their life? Okay. Because in marriage, they need to be able to do that. And, you know, there's this thing called, you know, an emotional affair where um, one person in the marriage will develop kind of emotional attachments to someone outside the marriage. And maybe it goes over the ledge to become a physical affair, but very often it does not. And it's just an emotional thing. But it's a violation of the ninth commandment. You know, marriage, there's two commandments that protect it, six and nine. And this exclusive thing, uh, you got to follow the ninth commandment too, right? Don't even look, don't even talk to anybody else. Keep them at arm's length. And I encourage people when you do that, when you keep them over the opposite sex at arm's length, you do it with your left hand because that's the one where the ring is and that's how they know. So, all right. So it's uh, agape love is permanent. It's exclusive. It's also public, right? We declare it in public in front of other people. Uh, and then fourth is it's fruitful. The first commandment given to mankind by God. In the book of Genesis, first chapter, 28th verse says, be fruitful and multiply. All right. And so if you're not, you know, here's the deal. I mean, bringing children into the world is sacrificial, tremendously sacrificial. And you learn that Right after that child is born and all of a sudden you're not sleeping a lot and the baby's up during the night and the baby can be fussy, et cetera. And uh, a lot of sacrifice, financial sacrifice, et cetera, when babies show up. Okay. So those are your four loves, all right? So the love of friendship, a deep friendship. Uh, storge, the love of affection, right? A deep uh, amount of kindness and and and. Kind words and kind actions, little acts of kindness throughout the day. Eros, this this physical attraction, this desire to be united physically. Uh, and then agape, this commitment that says, I will sacrifice anything for your happiness. I now put your happiness ahead of mine. I was reading a story, uh, an article written by a guy who said he spent the first 10 years of his marriage focused on his happiness, and he was miserable. Spent the second 10 years of his marriage focused on making his wife happy, and he became very happy. This entire episode of Marriage Unhindered is on the updated Relevant Radio app. 
The Relevant Radio app is completely free and updated daily with fresh articles, podcasts, and prayers.